The Poor Man's Morning Portion by Robert Hawker, English Anglican Priest, 1753 to 1827. March 31st. Having a desire to depart and to be with Christ. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 23. My soul, thou hast not a hope dismissed the solemn thoughts opened to thy view by the scripture of yesterday. Surely, since that last morning, thou hast had but too many renewed occasions to feel the truth of it. Sin is not only present with thee at all times, but in thee and as inseparable from thy unrenewed part as the shadow from the substance. Thou knowest this, thou feelest it, thou groanest under it, and the consciousness of it is in itself enough to make thee go humbly all thy days. All other afflictions are nothing to this affliction. This, like the ocean compared to rivers, surpasseth and swalloweth up all. It is indeed a soul-supporting thought, and blessed be God, thou feelest the sweetness of it, that under all and in all, Jesus is thy hope. And while sin is always present with thee, Jesus, thy advocate and propitiation, is present for thee with the Father. But though in him and his righteousness accepted and secured, yet the consideration how much thy daily shortcomings and transgressions dishonor God and deprive thee of comfort here is matter sufficient to make thine eyes run down with water and thine heart continually to mourn before the mercy seat. And will these things always be the same whilst thou carriest about with thee this body of sin? Shall this perishing part of thine be always so unfavorable to the sweet and gracious desires of the soul? Shall I never, never truly and uninterruptedly enjoy Jesus until this body is dissolved and the dust returns to the earth out of which the part of my nature was taken? Pause my soul and say, Hast thou not then a desire to depart and to be with Christ? Is not the grave, in this view, not only made bearable, but even desirable, nay, even pleasant? What? Shall I never be wholly free from sin until that I am wholly freed from the body? Shall I never be secure of sweet enjoyments in ordinances, in retirement, in prayer, in praise, until that I drop this body of sin? And wouldst thou not, my soul, gladly part with such a partner, near and dear as it is, if this partner, in its present state, so dreadfully robs thee of the most precious enjoyments? It is true, death in itself is not desirable. But if only by dying thou canst enjoy Jesus, and if only by dying this body will lose its corruptions, 
if the grave hath a commission from thy Jesus to destroy that part only of thy body which is corrupt, and at the same time to act as a preserver of that part which Jesus at the last day will raise up to glory. If Jesus hath assured thee that though worms destroy thy corrupt part, yet thine eyes, even thy bodily eyes, when raised up by Jesus a glorified body, shall see God. And if thy body, thus raised up and reanimated, shall then be not only wholly freed from all corruption, but equally disposed as the soul to praise thy God and Savior forever and forever, and both soul and body unite as dear friends in this blessed service. O then, from henceforth never, my soul, look at death any more, but as thy kind friend. It is to die to sin, but it is to live to Christ. It is to be dead to all things but Jesus, that Jesus may be all things in life forever. Oh, then, for this desire to depart and to be with Christ.